Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the man in black, here to introduce this half hour of suspense. to keep you in suspense. Mr. Tillett, I'm afraid that I'm taking up too much of your time. Not at all, Miss Bond, not at all. I mean, you've shown me so many beautiful things that I, I simply can't decide. It's extremely naughty of you to have so many lovely... My dear lady, such jewels as these were made only to adorn one such as yourself. The afternoon is yours, and with it, my services. How sweet of you. Now, this is the tiara. <gasps> oh, it's perfectly... Mr. Tillich. I want you to notice the rubies here. And the exquisite workmanship of the filigree. I did ask. Priceless, I know, but... $50,000. Oh, no. I've got to be sensible. It's quite out of the question. Now, what about the necklace? Uh, 24000 The brooch and earrings? Eighteen. Oh, they're adorable. And the diamond? 14000 for you, Miss Box. I should really close my eyes. I'm sorry, gentlemen. I'm... Oh. Keep your hands on the velvet, friend, and nobody's going to get hurt. You, lady, just sit there and don't open your mouth or I'll close it for you. You're... This is... This is... Hold up. We'll take that, please. Don't you dare touch me. I... Oh! Okay. Thanks for everything. So long. You know David Archer, don't you? Of course. <laughs> Do sit down. Uh, Have you ordered, Colonel? I'm famished. I did. We were only waiting for you, my dear. No trouble? No, not a bit. Everything went off splendidly. Good. David, that flat. It was a little too realistic. Don't ever do it again. Well, look, there was only... I'm taking to... 500 out of your cup for that. You're to follow orders. Nothing else. Listen, if you think you That's can get away... That's exactly the point, David. I do think you don't. Tillett might have seen a scar on your wrist when you slapped me. You've got a record. You could be identified by that. Follow orders in the future. Oh, now, 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 children. Be quiet, Halliday. Do you understand, David? Yeah. Sorry. All right. When are you disposing of the things, Halliday? I, I'm flying to San Francisco tomorrow. Good. Today's the 10th, 
We'll meet at my spot on the 15th, 8 o'clock. Mm. That should give you enough time. Oh, ample, my dear, ample. David, hmm? where are you staying? Join on 84th Street, off the park. I think it would be better if you move to a hotel. Change your name, too. Don't phone me. Send a note to the usual place. Sure. Oh, here we are, dinner. The finest food in New York, my dear. Just wait. <laughs> You'll see. We had done much better than I thought we would. Although I didn't expect Halliday to sell for more than 40000 in San Francisco. I remember, as I brushed my hair before going to bed that night, that I felt almost sorry for Mr. Tillis. But he was such an old blue Next time, he'd know better. Wicked little eyes. I didn't get up until 11 the next morning. It was a wonderful day, bright and clear. I was having my second cup of coffee when... Yes? Police. Miss Barnes? Yes, uh, just a moment. I'm awfully sorry. I, I... All right, Miss Barnes. May I come in? My name's Boland, robbery detail. Well, I suppose so. I, I think you might have telephoned first. Did you find the jewels? Not yet. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Oh, I thought I'd answered them all yesterday. No, miss. Oh. Uh, would you like some coffee? No, thanks. Oh, please sit down. You make me feel awkward. I'm sorry. Now, Mr. Boland. You know a man named Archer, Miss Barnes, David Archer? No. No, I don't think so. He was picked up this morning. We think that he was one of the men in the robbery yesterday. Really? He was identified by a scar on his wrist. Mr. Tillett remembered it. Oh, how wonderful. <laughs> but there were two men. Yes, we know. You're sure you don't know, Archer? No, I'm positive I don't. You've never met him? No. You sound as though you think I should, Mr. Bowen. You were followed after the robbery, Miss Barnes. You went to a restaurant on East 53rd Street. You had dinner there with two men. One of them was Archer. <laughs> That's ridiculous. No. Our man didn't know it was Archer until this morning when Mr. Tilly called the department about the scar. We got out photographs. He was identified. The detective who followed you recognized Archer. I'm afraid you're mistaken, Mr. Boland. We're not. The whole thing was too nicely timed. Who was the other man? Really? I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Get dressed, please, Miss Barnes. You'll have to come downtown. Am I under arrest? Let's say you're a material witness. It sounds better. I don't think I was frightened. I was terribly annoyed, though. But at least they hadn't got Halliday. Mr. Boland questioned me in a dirty little office at police headquarters. He wasn't at all like a Scotland Yard man. He smoked, allowed me to smoke. His first name was Jack, and he was rather nice-looking. Name? Pamela Kittredge Barnes. Age? 24. Mm. Height and weight? 5 feet 4. 119 pounds. Mm -hmm. Scars or marks? Um, no. Nationality? British. Married? No. 
previous convictions? None. You know we'll check with the other side on that. I imagine that you will. And when the questioning was finished, they released me. Perhaps Mr. Boland thought that I'd lead him to Halliday. I didn't, but I got in touch by telephone. Oh, you just caught me. I was on my way to the airport. Anything wrong? The police have arrested David. They questioned me this morning. I'm free at the moment. Oh, Now, look here. There's not much time. I know they'll get in touch with Scotland Yard about me. And when they do, I won't have a chance. Not. A couple of men followed me from police headquarters, so I can't very well get away. But, Halliday... Yes, sir. I want to know where I can reach you. Oh, when? Later. If they put me away. So I can get my money. Well, uh, as soon as I get back from San Francisco, I'll phone you. If something's happened, the uh, word will have gone around. Now, don't worry. When you get out, the money will be here waiting for you. Where? I'll get in touch. I'm a stash now, darling. The plane. All the best. Halliday... Good afternoon, Miss Barnes. Oh, Mr. Barnes. I thought... We just received a cable from Scotland Yard about you. I'm afraid I'll have to ask you to pack your things. This time, you're arresting me, aren't you? That's right. David Archer got ten years. I spent two years, nine months, and fourteen days in prison... And I was nearly 27 when I went back to New York. The first thing I did was to get my hair done. Holiday hadn't been in touch with me, but I realized it might have been too dangerous. The police and the insurance company were still looking for the jewels. So I began to look for Halliday. I telephoned every hotel in New York and every possible contact that Halliday might have had. And at the end of a month, I knew what had happened. He'd gone, run out, leaving no word, and my share of the money had gone with him. Hello? Miss Barnes? Yes? My name's Robert Wiley. I'm downstairs in the bar. I'd like to come up and talk to you for a few minutes. I don't think I'm... No, you don't know me, but I've heard about you. Oh? Some people have been saying that you're looking for somebody. People? Yeah. They say you're looking for someone called Halliday. Do they? Uh, listen, I'm not a cop, if that's what you mean. Can I come up? I'm not in the habit of receiving strangers in my hotel room, Mr. Wiley. If you'll wait a few minutes, I'll come down. Okay, I'll wait for you here in the bar. What'll you be wearing? Um, a gray tweed coat. All right. So long. Table over there, okay? Yes. You, uh, you're English, aren't you? Yes. Yes, I thought so. How clever of you. You too? I was. Hmm. What was it you wanted to see me about? A deal. What kind of a deal? I'll sell you Colonel Halliday. You know where he is? That's right. I haven't any money. But you will have when you find Halliday. Who told you about me? About Halliday? Halliday? I've been working for him. 
At least I was up until a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we didn't agree on a couple of things, and he ended up double-crossing me. How much do you want? Fifty-fifty. Partners. Too much, Mr. Wiley. Much too much. I don't think so. Halliday's a big shot now. You're going to need help. You couldn't do it without me. Did he tell you how much he got for the job? Fifty thousand. Oh. Well, what is he? All right. Where is he? Partners? Yes. Where is he, Mr. Wiley? Of course, there's one little thing. What's that? He said if you saw me again, he'd kill me. Isn't that going to make it rather awkward? I mean, for you. No, it might. Unless, well, that's where you come in. Exactly how do I come in, Mr. Wiley? Well, I thought it might be awkward for Halliday to knock me off if we get to him first. In other words, before you tell me where he is, I have to agree to help you kill him. Is that the idea? If you want your dough, that's the idea. I want my dough, Mr. Wiley. Where is he? Halliday was in London. And a week after our meeting, Robert Wiley and I booked passage on the first steamer. It was the second day of our departure. I remember the night, lovely and clear. Wiley had gone to buy a packet of cigarettes. I was leaning over the rail, watching the flashes of phosphorus. And the water was endless. You want to be careful leaning over the rail like that? <laughs> it's beautiful. Well, I wouldn't want to be in it. Can't you swim, Mr. Wiley? Oh, listen, now, let's forget that Wiley stuff. Bob. Okay? Okay. Uh, how does a girl like you get mixed up with Halliday? I wasn't mixed up with him. He was mixed up with me. There's a difference, you know. You... He worked for you. That's right. Are you kidding? Not at all. Why should I? From what he says, you were the front girl, and he worked out the deal. The colonel used to be an actor. I don't think he can bear second billing. You're quite a girl. And are you quite a boy? I've been told. I say, why? I know you feel that because you're a man, you have to behave like one, but don't ever do that again. I don't get that. I have no intention of letting you. You'd better understand this. You and I have a business arrangement. I want my money. You want to take care of the colonel. We'll keep to that. Okay. Don't you ever relax. I relaxed for two years, nine months, and 14 days in prison. I feel like working now. Do you understand? No, but if that's the way you wanted. It is. And if you ever try to touch me again, we are finished. Three days later, we were in London. We found a nondescript hotel in Chelsea and lay doggo for a time. It wasn't going to be easy. The colonel was a very top dog in black market, and we both knew that if he ever found out that Wiley was in England, there'd be trouble. It was Wiley's idea that I go to see him in his flat, but I thought an accidental meeting would be better, and so we planned it that way. I bumped into the colonel at Piccadilly Circus. Oh, beg your pardon. I'm so sorry. Hey, I say it is you. Colonel! I'd no idea. Oh, this is marvelous. I mean, absolutely marvelous. 
How long have you been over here? Only a few weeks. Oh, marvelous. Oh, you're lovely as ever, lovely. Look, sir, could we have a cocktail together? Talk over old times? Oh, I'd love to. Oh, marvelous. How about Scott? They know me there. We went to Scott's, and on the way, he prattled about England, his England, and of the old days in America, and it was all quite respectable talk. The colonel was a striking man, wore his clothes beautifully, and walked through the carriage you'd expect from a man who looked like that. They knew him very well in the restaurant. I began to see that this was not the same Halliday I had known three years before. We sipped our drinks, and it was all like a very exciting play. He knew I was going to ask him about the money from the robbery, and I knew my partner was going to kill him. <laughs> well, things are not quite the way they were, although I suppose one must put up with it. <laughs> Mustn't one. You seem to have done nicely, Colonel. Oh, my lovely girl. It's all a matter of comparison, surely. Comparison to the jobs we used to do on the other side? Oh, darling. Those were trifles. <laughs> I have no time for such nonsense now. Neither have I. What did you do with the jewels? Uh, jewels? Yes. The ones we got from Tillett. Remember? You went to San Francisco. I show, of course. What a marvelous memory you have in mouth. Isn't it? Yes. It's all a bad show, I'm afraid. I was hijacked, as our American cousin so quaintly put it. Who did it? I don't know. It, it happened in San Francisco. Oh. Yes. And then when I heard what had happened to you and uh, Archer, I gave up and came home to England. You were awfully lucky, weren't you? Oh, not really. Now, it's strange because I heard that you got $50,000 in San Francisco. No. Yes. Rot. <laughs> Who said so? Wiley. Robert Wiley. Wiley? And who is Robert Wiley? Oh, what's the use of all that, Colonel? You know very well. As a matter of fact, I have the slightest idea of what you're talking about. I gather that I'm supposed to be on close terms with this Wiley chap. That's right. I see. Well, you can only believe one of us, can't you? And I tell you, I've never even heard of the man. I do know you better than I know him, Colonel. Then you take my word, eh? No. I take his. I'd like my share, Halliday. My dear child. I want my share. What can I say? I know what you've been through. I think of poor Archer still incarcerated, but on my word of honor, Pam, I didn't get a brass farthing. I want my money now. Oh, Pam, Pam, you're, you're too marvelous. I mean it. Darling girl, things have changed, you know. Over here, I'm the man. I don't take orders anymore. And if I did, it wouldn't be from a woman. Certainly not from you, Pam. You're much too emancipated, even for me. I think I would have killed him then, in Scots. If I'd had a gun or a knife, I would have killed him. And as I walked to the underground station... I did something I can never remember having done before. I cried. When I got back to the hotel, I went to Wiley's room and told him what had happened. 
We were agreed we would have to work fast. And so that night, we went to Halliday's flat. Uh, who is it? Pam, may I speak to you for a minute? Oh, darling. Oh. Hello, Colonel. Dear girl, how are you? Come in, come in. Thanks. Oh, twice in one day. You surprised me, Pam. But then you always did. This is our one, And your young man? Uh, uh, drinks? No, thank you. Well, then. Uh, what should we talk about? You. Oh, I said in front of this gentleman. You know you haven't introduced me, Pam. Are you kidding? I never kid. You're a rotten liar. I may be, but I should still like to know... Oh, this must be uh, Robert Wiley. Am I right? How much point to this? No. I want my money, Halliday. Of course. And what do you want, Wiley? Never mind. (laughs) You know, this is almost funny, Pam. I don't know what you're up to, but I've really never seen this chap before in my life. You think she's going to believe that? Probably not. You can give me Archer's share, too. Well, how thoughtful of you. And you'll see that he gets it, won't you? Yes. Come on, come on, the money. Oh, yeah. Tell me, Wiley, why did we know each other? When? What do you think you're going to do? Play me off against her? No, not at all. I'm just interested. Colonel. Yes, sir? When you open the safe, please be careful. Oh. A gun now, eh? Yes. Put it away. That's my job. I underestimated you, my dear. I shouldn't have done that. Well, you will have to take it in pounds, you know. That's all right. Poor Archer. I wonder if he'll look for you when he gets out. He might. Hurry up, please. Uh. Will you tell me one thing? What? Who is this man, really? Hand it over. Why are you afraid to let me talk, Mr. Wiley? Don't you want her to find out the truth? Give me the money. Look out for him, Pam, dear. I don't know what he's been telling you, but... I'm going to tell you something now. I swore to myself that if I ever found you, I'd pay you out for what you did to me. I'd get my money and I'd pay you. I'm going to, Colonel. He wants to do it, but I owe you more. Oh, Pam, no! Pam! Oh, you silly! Give me that. I've been telling you the truth, Pam. I've never seen him in my life. Why did you have to do that? Because I wanted to. You must be crazy. Come on. You're not going anywhere. Oh, stop it. Come on. You stay right there. I've got to call the police. Police? Yes. Maybe you should have listened to him. What do you mean? I'm with International Insurance Company, a New York office. We knew the jewels had been sold, but we wanted to recover as much of the money as we could. You didn't know him? No. But I knew you'd be looking for him when you got out. We wanted to get you both together. Don't. Wait a moment. What? On the boat coming over, remember? You wanted to kiss me. Uh-huh. Perhaps I've changed my mind now. I think I have, too. I don't think we'd be happy together. You're not exactly my idea of the ideal wife, you know? If I ever get out, I'm going to kill you. If you ever get out, I deserve to get killed. Uh, hello, Captain Dodd. I want to report a murder.
so closes tonight's tale of Suspense. Suspense. 